right, good evening. Thanks, everyone, for coming out for the podcast and set. Yeah, my, my guest this week is Mr. Dwayne Colbert. Thanks for having me, Miles. You're awesome. Thank you. Uh, I meant to ask you before, is it, it's Colbert, right? It is. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I was Colbert up until uh, high school. And then my, uh, my homeroom teacher, I don't know if they still have homeroom teachers, but uh, they would call Roll every day, and he was also a French teacher. So he would, uh, every day for four years, it was Monsieur Colbert. So after high school, I was just like, hey, Colbert. All right, yeah. cool. I mean, that, that, that is, the, I think, the proper pronunciation of that? Yeah, yeah. If, if you're French. I just forgot to ask before the show, just in case you're going by Colbert. Uh, I, I, I never correct people. I don't, because I was like, well, I went by it for all those years, you know. So. Oh, I correct people fucking all the time. <laughs> just for stuff, whatever, well, not your name. Just... Yes, everything. <laughs> Every, anything they do that's wrong at yeah, all. Yeah. Uh, so you were you're telling me briefly outside, we met sort of again, mm-hmm. uh, even though apparently you had been in my workshop years ago, briefly. I, yes, briefly. Um, I just ran away crying and, you know, screaming. Um, it was at the time for me just maybe a little too heady. I was like, oh, wait, there's a formula to fucking improv. Man, I can't handle that, man. I thought it was emotion. So I just, you know, now I don't know what the reasons were exactly, but I, I think I tried to take it a couple times with a friend of mine who kept saying that it would be good for our two-man group. Right. Um, and then we ended up, um, like I was telling you, one-on-one with uh, Brian with BLC uh, for like six months. Um, and I really got what you were trying to get, I think, out of BLC. Like the position play, I was like, oh, I get what Miles was trying to say. Right. Oh, all right. But you were yeah. coming from a different place. It's interesting because I, mm-hmm. I know the guy you, you were trying to play with. Mm-hmm. And my approach for him, because he wanted it that. Yeah, yeah. He He's very it. eager about that. And he was a nice guy. Yeah. I, I really, I love Jesse. No, it, I mean, to, to him, that was sort of, he, but he, all, he lacked the emotional base mm-hmm. that I suspect you come from. Right, right, right. right? And you weren't ready for that sort of thinking, which mm-hmm. to me is like, to combine improv, it's, like, it's about the... For me, it's about the two things. As mm-hmm. far as like, I think first you have to learn what's your emotional base, what's real, right? You know, for you, uh, and then when you've got a real strong hold on that. You know, then you can maybe take it apart, sort of start crafting it or trying to understand it in a different so way. So what your real is your like base reality, your your groundedness, and then from there you can start messing with it. I guess is what you, uh, this is me interpreting what yeah. you just said, so I can understand it. Um, so yeah, you can start messing with it after that once you know what your base reality is. Sure, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense to me based on what you just uh, told me, which was like you came in, you had me at a time mm-hmm. when you shouldn't have had me. Exactly. Exactly. Right. No, really, that's true. I remember when I first started improv, I read um, I read mixed book. Too, too early to read that book. You know, I had to come back to it later. And it is a great book. And I love that book. And I learned a lot from that book. And I still use some of the exercises before I would go to long form, like, you know, the, the data exercise and all that before uh, I do shows. Um, but I read it too early. Didn't even know what I was talking about. I was like, oh, this right. is what? It's like, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not afraid to come back to things. I remember I took uh, uh, <clears throat> ski lessons for the first time maybe like four or five years ago. And I was just falling all over the place. You know, I'm not the youngest man at this time in my life. Right. And I was just falling. I'm talking about like all over the place. The next day, I was on Blue Runs. And then my instructor, I passed him by. He was like, Dwayne, man, you always keep getting up, don't you? I was like, you got damn right, bro. And I just skied <laughs> right by his ass, man. So I'm going to keep getting up, you know. That's also because you said you started doing this a tad older than your average improviser. Yeah, for sure. Who mm-hmm. probably starts in the early 20s. And you didn't start until you were 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think also, as far as like, because I think by the time we're forty, we have a little more, we're, we're a little more set in how we see things. For sure. Well, you've definitely got 
the advantage of being able to look a little further back down the road. You know what I mean? So right. you'd be like, oh, you guys, are you going to walk right into those potholes? They don't see the pothole. Never mind. Right. You know? So, yeah, I, did, I, I feel like I brought uh, a different point of view for sure. Um, you know, I hate to, 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 to always bring it up, but I don't hate to bring it up. At the same time, I felt like being an older person of color also I had a different point of view. Being from Los Angeles and being an older person of color had a different point of view. Being a writer who came to improv and had never acted before, who was a person of color of being older, I, th I felt like I had a, a different point of view um, that I, I felt like I still was able to express in an awesome way in improv and sketch. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about like I've had other people come into my class who are in their, in their 40s or later, and it's, it's harder in general for them to bend mm -hmm. uh, just because their worldview gets pretty locked in. I can see that. Uh, whereas, but I have seen successes in that where it's like, I mean, I've seen, it's like, it's a different thing when you watch someone who's older realize that, you know, it's okay to basically have a young mind, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I guess what you're trying to teach a lot of people who are come to it a little later is, uh, you know, getting back to play. So I think that's what you're talking about. It's like being able to let go and say it's all right to have the young mind, as you describe it, or this spirit of play or being able to just, you know, that's why Viola Spolin, right, start doing these improv games, right, for, to get older uh, uh, actors to let go. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I, I, I think it's great. You've done so well because uh, you've been doing this for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And in 10 years, you've, you've accomplished quite a bit. You were telling me... Uh, you started with Second City, and mm -hmm. you very quickly went on to direct yeah. a show. And then, yeah, uh, direct a show that ran for a year and a half at Second City. Um, now Chicago, hopefully uh, we can work something out, but they have interest in touring that show. Um, uh, direct a mainstay show, uh, sketch show over at IO West, Drug Money. Uh, they're killing it over there. It's so dope. Uh, at Nerdist, I was on one of their house teams, and uh, um, Ptolemy, their um, artistic director, asked me to teach their sketch over there. So um, if we teach Black, uh, not teach, we, uh, I coach the Black Magic Live show. We have a variety show here at the Pack. Uh, Royce, Claude, Cash, all those guys. I mean, pretty <clears throat> phenomenal group of people that I'm just so proud to be associated with. We have some great shows here, and I, I just love the, the energy that we got here at the Pack. Um, you know, I toured Second City on ships, you know, doing the whole thing around the world, doing improv and sketch. That was eye-opening and, and insightful. Um, I've just been having fun, man. I'm serious. But that's, I mean, just the litany of shit you just listed, <laughs> you know, in your first 10 years. Why aren't? There, there, there are people who have been doing this for that long and longer who just, who don't want, I mean, it's, I would say, like, they don't, let, they, they may not accomplish those things, but I think at the same time, they don't maybe necessarily even try to do as much. Because, mm. uh, like, to, to be open to, like, like, by the time I was 40, there's no fucking way you're getting me on a cruise ship. <laughs> right. right. To do fucking improv. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but and the fact, that, the fact that you would do that, I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, <clears throat> and you got, how did you do the cruise ships? You have, you have kids. Yeah, at the time, you know, I was divorced from my wife. Um, she, we would go back and forth. We shared custody at the time. All right. But she had a job opportunity in North Carolina. So she, right at the time that I was auditioning for the ship, she wanted to move and take the boys with her, my two boys, with her to North Carolina. And I was like, ah, I don't think so. You know, I, I just didn't, didn't want to do that. Um, but then as I kept, you know, having people whisper in my ear what they thought of my performance level and what I could do, it kind of gassed me up a bit. I was like, well, well, if I don't do this now, when would I ever do it? 
kind of thing. So I was like, right. I, it's almost happened simultaneously where I, I went and accepted this job. And then I said, yes, you can take the kids out of state to see if I could be away from that. And it was like the worst thing I ever decided to do. That tugged on my heart for, and they were there for four years. They're now back, live in California with me. They're great, um, it's fantastic. But that was like, that was really hard. That was, it's really tough that, that, how do you weigh being a family man, you know, against this artistic, you know, expression that I, I have to have. I've done the day job, bro. I used to be, you know, SQL database analyst for companies, did all <clears throat> kinds of shit. Uh, I worked in production and animation for 10 years before I even was a writer uh, at, uh, you know, Warner Brothers, Disney. I, was, I worked on Pink in the Brain, Animaniacs. I did all kinds of shit just to be around it sometimes, just to learn from it. It was better than film school. Um, I just had to be around it. I remember I, I, I worked as a storyboard artist and I just wasn't getting a lot of work. It was just, I was too slow. My drawing was just too slow. So I just had, we just had my youngest, George, and I wasn't getting any more work as a storyboard artist. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna work as a PA. So I took a job at an animation studio as a PA. You think PAs get paid nothing in live action and animation, they really don't make any money. And my wife at the time was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, but what was wrong with me is, you know, all of this, you know, I, I think it's the exact same thing that's what's right with me. Um, I'm serious. I, no, I, uh, I, 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 I get you. I made it work and I made it happen. My, my kids have never wanted for anything. I've been able to make a living as an artist. I was telling you earlier that luckily yeah. I've been able to make some, you know, a living mostly doing commercials. But uh, I get it in, man. I get it in any way I can. It's a hustle. And I try to use the skills that, as best I can to yeah, I don't know. Make sure I, I feed my family. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad your kids are back with you. Cause that's, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that to me, got, mine are almost 10 and 6, mm -hmm. I was telling you. And to me, like, I, I'm around it actually less. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably around, I mean, I'm, I have to deal with it every day mm -hmm. in different ways. But, like, I'm, like, this theater, I'm actually around it less than I would like to be mm -hmm. just because, well, where I am is at home with, with my wife and kids. Yeah. I get up, I get them to school. I, 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 I do most of the, the, the pickups, and I'm, I'm, I'm there at night, generally. This is one of the one or two nights a week. Actually, there's two nights a week right now where I, I'm out, not late, but I'm out till like 10 or 11, but by the mm -hmm. time I get home, they're down. Uh, what I, I think I'm hearing is that I'm a bad father. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. No, I'm, I'm just saying that I'm a better one. Okay, okay. that's no, what no, I, was, no, yeah. no, I was no. almost there. No, 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 Kind of, no, yeah. No, no, not at all. I'm just saying it's, it's hard. Uh, it's hard. Like I would love to. I, I, I feel you. Like I would love to be around this mm -hmm. as much as like there are so many sh great shows that go on here that I, I don't get to see. Just because I'm just like it's like I'm sorry. I'm 51. I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. Uh, I, hear you. I still and, see shows. People trip off of me. They'd be like, wow, you actually go to shit? I mean, just to fucking, I want to see what's out there. Yeah. And my, I'm sure that, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing my kids a disservice if I try to just, st you know, fall into some mold that I don't belong in. I feel like the better example is to say you can still be who you want to be and have successes if you work harder. So I got to work harder. I'm not boohooing about it. Right. I'm just fucking doing it. You know? Yeah. I'm boohooing about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to have to work hard. <laughs> uh, but that's the, I think it's also like mine are younger right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Like by the time they get to be like, I think yours are 17, 14. 14. 17, yeah. uh -huh. By the time, like by the time my kids start being like teenage pricks, I'll be like, all right, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going down yeah. to the theater. Yeah. I, I have no problem. I have, no, I have zero problem leaving them at home. Like tonight they're, they're at home by themselves. I'm like, see you. Order a fucking pizza. I could give a shit, bros. Later, you know. Right. <laughs> uh. 
That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, how's Black Magic Live going here? I love it. Um, I think we're, we're kind of uh, uh, moving toward Black-ish Magic Live or Black, Magic, Prese Black uh, Magic Live Presents because it started off with the three guys, like I was talking about, Royce and Claude and Cash approached me about this show that they had, and the, the, the shortest description of it was Saturday Night Live meets Dave Chappelle's show. I was like, oh, okay, so Sketch Variety. They were like, yeah, Sketch Variety show. And um, that's what it was initially, but there were things that were happening outside of that that pulled and pushed uh, them in different directions where the show's just changed and morphed, and I think the heart and soul of it is still there, and everyone still contributes because we had some brilliant writers from the beginning and, that can, and, and actors that continue to be part of it, but we did bring on a lot more people that are from the PAC community um, to be a part of the show, and we're still looking for people to be a part of the show uh, as actors and, and writers and, um, and anyone that can help in any way possible, but Royce has been the heart and soul of that, and... Um, yeah, I just been I, I kind of push and prod the, the way I direct mostly it's just like you know outside eye like hey do this hey, do that move over here and do that you know uh, like I said I, I try to watch a lot of shows so I'm always approaching it from just an audience member's point of view so I'm like well if I wanted to see a variety show in a small ass fucking theater where I could be seeing anything else in LA what would I want to see so I'm just trying to make sure we put up you know and I I know I can be a, a, a dick sometimes in the way I ask for what I want but it's always coming from a good place in that. I want the work to, you know, reflect uh, the best audience experience that it can in the time that we have together. You know, no, that's great. Uh, I've heard nothing but great things about it. I'm just wondering how, right. how it's going for you here. It's been great. Really, uh, everyone's great. Brilliant, yes, brilliant performance at the Pack Theater. Yeah, great, <laughs> great. Yes. <laughs> Completely shameful. Uh, <laughs> Plugging my own theater in my own. Theater. Why would you not? If you did, if, there would be something a, wrong with you. By the way, people in the theater, <laughs> I like the theater that you're in. If you haven't heard of the theater that you're in, <laughs> it's called. Yeah. Uh, mm. So, do you have anything coming up or, or lined up for next? Uh, no, you know, stuff. I'm still, you know, co-star, guest star stuff on TV. You might see my face here and there. Um, that's always fun. I'm trying I, to climb that ladder. I always love yeah. it because it's basically because like you know, again, this is. I'm calling it 10 years in because you, you weren't looking at even though you've done you've been in the business in a way for a lot longer as far as like this kind of side of it say 10 years ah, you know some co-star guest star commercial work uh, I wasn't at I'm sure there's a whole because I've already said it and I'm sure there's a fair share of fuck you in this room <laughs> for, for, for basically like because yeah, I always remember like I, I used to live with uh, Neil Flynn in Chicago mm -hmm. right uh, I lived with him for about three years and I remember the my like I didn't have an agent yet, mm -hmm. right? And he would bitch about, you know, auditions. Right, like, ah, right? another audition. Right, and, and then he would bitch about work. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, like it's, it's sort of how, it, it's, if you get one, it's like, yeah, but where's the other one? It kind of is, man. Yeah. You do. You, I get real pissy. I'll be like, I'll, I'll just literally look at a, uh, commercials on television, and if it's anyone that's in my kind of what I, you know, my, 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 my category, my type, I'm like, why the fuck did I audition for that? I don't care if I didn't get it, but right. I didn't even fucking audition? <laughs> I'm on the phone with these people. What the fuck's going on? You know, really, it's, it's, it's terrible, but you're right. I just want more. I want more. You know, but again, maybe that's just a hustle. I don't know what it, whatever it's part of. I'm trying not to be a narcissist. I swear to God, I don't look at myself that way. I always feel like I was a really odd-looking person growing up. So I don't think that, you know, I'm in this for, for I don't know, I guess you got to kind of be, the lights are on us, I perform. Uh, so I guess there's some narcissism in there, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'm out there just being myself. I really do. And if they want me, great. If they don't, then, you know, I'm going to find some work. 
<laughs> right. These kids got to eat. Yeah. Well, they apparently want you because you're doing quite a bit of work from what you told me. Uh, lately, lately. It's ebbs and flows. It really is. And I'm just grateful. Yeah. And you got any nationals coming out? Stuff like that? Uh, nothing, yeah. nothing on the horizon for commercial work. I could use one, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so yeah, some, some shows coming out. all those commercial out, casting yeah. agents that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know who you are. Okay. None of you. Okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, you just got the pack theater bump. <laughs> Word, I'm, I'm waiting to feel that too. The, I'm the, be... the, the, your phone at home is probably ringing right now. Okay, because people uh, still have phones at home, right? Yeah, because people, and because people who aren't here can listen to this somehow right now uh, as it's being recorded. No, but I, 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 got, I was telling you outside. Uh, I was really uh, appreciative and intimidated uh, to come here, not just for the podcast, uh, but to play with you too. But then I remembered, I was like, oh yeah, Miles used to play with like idiots, or anybody, not idiots, but you know, like anybody. Uh, so. You can play with me. So it'll be fine. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. It's just fucking improv. Who gives a shit? It's like, it's like tissue, right? right? But I guess it was because of the experience that I had before of being intimidated by your process and learning in a different way through your protege rather than you. That had, that's where the intimidation still came from. Right. It's, it's funny because the, the, the way I teach is, is very different from the way I play. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Cause, and it, it's changed probably since, since you had me. Because uh, my approach to... The lessons have changed because all the thinking, all the math, all mm-hmm. the analysis uh, goes away when I start playing. Well, I think it has to, right? No, it, it, it doesn't have to. And mm. it took me way too long to realize that it should. Mm. Uh, and you say should, you mean like why? Because so you can play better or you can play more freely? What do you so mean you by the should play. part? So you can play. I, I appreciate that and agree with that too. Excuse me for a second. I'm on the uh, right. tail end of a coat here. I'm right. I'm probably right. I, th- I think I've had a cold for two years. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, man, um, you're right. I mean, I was telling um, Ptolemy uh, recently that I took pride in that people are never able to peg where I trained if I don't tell them. You know, there used to be people always say they want to make sure that you can play with somebody from UCB, like wherever. And I was like, I don't have to learn game and position play alone to be able to play with someone if you just fucking listen. Yeah. Most of this is listening. Yeah, absolutely. So even if I don't do anything but support whatever you're doing by listening, I'm awesome. Because yeah. I supported you, you know? That's, that's the, I mean, that's, every, it's funny because Mick Napier's book is one of the ones that I, I've mentioned the most on this podcast. I thought it was such a, well, a well-written <laughs> point of view. And to me, what struck me as, as, as funny about it was his entire book is about basically how to empower yourself and how to start. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and he, there was one little paragraph in it that basically said, what do you do if someone else starts the scene? And he's like, grab something for yourself anyway. It was basically his answer. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, wow, like my entire study, my entire work on this has been, what do I do if someone starts this? What to do yeah. with what you hear? Mm-hmm. So mine is like the, op, the other hand yeah. of, 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 of that completely. But it all comes down to, because I've had people saying, What's, how do you describe your way of playing? It's like, I want to give the other player what they want. If you start a scene yeah. with me, I want to hear what you want and yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, and to me, like, if you, you do that, you can play with anybody. Because you're coming from a place of, I want to make sure I'm with you. Right. Uh, and that's the most important thing. I, I, I both agree. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, and I was, but yeah, I get rid of that before I start playing. Cause I used to not. I used to mm-hmm. think while I played. Yeah. I used to, you know, try and do the math, try and 
sorted out just very quickly, and I could do it, uh, and I could do it well enough where I kept doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then eventually, I'd finally let it go and was actually able to have joy again. I used to literally for about ten years. Mm -hmm. I was as mad as I was happy coming <laughs> off stage because uh, every, everything was pissing me off. Right, right. Uh, and you just got to let that go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you could either, you know, mourn the show you didn't have or enjoy the show you did have. I wasn't the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> Although some of the ways I chose to react in those situations mm -hmm. uh, were problematic. Right, right. Uh, yeah. It was a player in Chicago had a funny expression, which was uh, unfortunately true. Uh, was Everyone in Chicago at the time knew the feeling of not getting what I was going for. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Because it, it became apparent on stage <laughs> that you just fucking missed it. Uh, and that was bad play on my part. Like, I'd go for something and right. then make what I would consider not what I was going for. Then they'd get along. Okay. <laughs> that that's makes me feel the smallest. It's with my shitty idea. And it's usually on an initiation, not necessarily something along uh, in the play, because we're probably off and running by then. But usually, if, they, if someone doesn't get what I'm, what I'm laying out, like, at the top, I'm like, oh, man, I'm a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? I thought because you think right. you're brilliant when it's in your head, and then because it's in your head before you can. No matter what you say about play, it's it's still a transfer, right, from thought to to, right. to this mouth. So I always like, ah, come on, I want that to go faster and easier and more natural. And you know, I always try to make stuff conversational, like come in the middle, like use the word and or something. If I was like, ah, oh, it's still a device, you know, like and yeah. anyway. And I was like, no, just let it all go and be. Uh, I still struggle with that. I gotta say, yeah. Well, to me, it's like, I used to, like, I'd, I'd lay something out, and if they didn't get it, mm -hmm. I'd try and get them to get it. Right. Uh, How long do you try before you say, fuck it? Well, there was, I mean, I, I did, I've done some bad things over the years as far as, like, when people piss me off on stage, like, I've just walked off the fucking stage. <laughs> like, I'm and, done. And, and I don't mean I'm done. Side, I mean, like, through the audience. Oof. Like, I'm, I'm done with this. I hope, I hope that doesn't happen tonight. I swear uh, to God. No, please, don't, please don't fucking walk out tonight. Please, please, Miles, don't walk out on me. No, <laughs> it, it, was, it was so, you know, just to be able to let go. I mean, what you learn is like, it doesn't, like, whatever you have in the moment, that's all you got. Yeah. Right? So go with that. Yeah. And that's enough. Uh, and trust that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to come up with more. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you, your show is whatever it is. Yeah, and, and the thing that was true for me 30 years ago almost uh, when I decided I belonged is still the true thing, which is you, you get on stage, you do it, you fuck up, you come back next week, you do it again. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. That's the part that people don't, I remember asking one of my instructors, uh, Rebecca Sage Allen, she's fantastic. I asked her when she was doing like an eval of one of the levels of whatever in improv that I was coming up and I was like, so when do you get to the part, you know, when you're, when you know improv? She was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, like, when do you know it? She's like, oh, honey, you'll be working on this for the rest of your life. I was like, well, what? That doesn't make any sense to me. She's like, it's a, it's a process. And that's what I didn't get because I didn't come from an acting or theater background is that it is a process. I didn't start taking acting classes till I got to the point in my improv where I felt like a whore trying to elicit laughter. And I was like, I can make people laugh, but that's not the point, is it? Right. So I, when I, once I took acting, I got what she meant, that it's a process that I'll always be trying to work on. Like this thing, 
Yeah, it, it, you can't perfect it. No. There's no one... I, I don't believe... I mean, I've been a part of some pretty good shows, but I, I don't think I've ever been a part of a show where I step off stage and go, that was perfect. Right. Right? Is it mm-hmm. all... Because it's, yeah. it's the nature of the beast where you come off stage like, oh, what if, if ah, we did, did this? Yeah. He missed the thing. That. Even you're telling people as you leave them together on the ensemble, dude, when I was doing the thing I was trying to tell you as you're leaving, you, you're telling them, it's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> But still, it's a good but to me. I, I, I always think those things because, well, of course, I think, of course, we all think those things mm-hmm. just because that's what we're going to come back with next week. Right. It's like, right. here's where, here's right. what I missed. Here's what I missed because right. we we want to try again next week and see if we can get yeah. that. And I love that though. That the, the trying is what I hope we never stop doing. You know, that's why I love Pack Two is that that trying to say, is this funny enough? Is it different enough? Can we push it further? Can we do more? If you become complacent in anything, I mean, that's gonna just kill any kind of evolution or innovation in this thing. You know, I don't know where this thing is gonna go, but I've seen it change in the ten years I've been in it. Yeah, it was already old when I got to it. Holy shit, it's changed. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, when I when I started, there were two theaters that taught long form improvisation in the world, and wow. they're about a mile apart in Chicago. Wow. Uh, so now you know you can't go anywhere without it's around the world. Something. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a disease, <laughs> a good disease. Yeah. Uh, any questions out there for Dwayne? How do you approach writing a sketch? Different approaches. I mean, the way we write at Second City through improvisation, and to me, is the best way to write sketch because you get discoveries that in the moment that you won't get sitting at your desk thinking you're awesome. <laughs> But we gave lots, David, my buddy here is in the audience, was in one of the sketches, he was a cast member, and we got, I gave lots of assignments, though. Uh, you can do anything from, you know, an, uh, an event in your life, a pivotal event in your life, and, you know, try to write about that, or, I mean, there's a million different assignments you can give to someone, but as far as how do I approach writing sketch, um, it's just like you do with improv. First 30 seconds, first unusual thing, that's like the first page. We want to know what the fuck is the game, what's different, what's happening. Right? After that, we got to play the game. They're playing the game is heightening it. So we have identified the game first 30 seconds, which is usually first three lines in a scene or something like that. And now we're heightening, by, we're playing the game by heightening till it comes to its logical conclusion. And usually things you know, heighten to the logical conclusion. At that point, there needs to be some sort of, in my opinion, for sketch, for it to be a real scene, some sort of reveal, reversal, or moment of truth. Right? And then maybe the game changes, or we get a different version of the game, or we get a smaller new game. And this game is way shorter. And then there's a resolve, usually not funny, and then a blow, a blow line. We want to leave them on a laugh and get the fuck out of there. You know? That's a sketch for me. That's a scene for me, a real one. Everything else, we can, we can do variations of that, blackouts, this, that, and the other, whatever, but that's a fucking scene. And you can apply that and map that onto almost the best things you've ever seen from Monty Python to whatever, you know? Great. Anything else? Yeah, who are some of your favorite improvisers or sketch comedians? Favorite improvisers, I got a lot, I got a long list. I remember I used to keep a list. Uh, like on my phone, I probably still have it on my phone. Um, a lot of people that Miles came up with were, uh, a lot of people that moved here from Chicago. What was great about Second City in LA was that, uh, was, they're not dead, uh, was that um, you could rent archive um, tape of uh, old mainstay shows and ETC shows, especially when I was in a directing program. I got to go back like 10 years of stuff and just look at all these shows. So some of my favorite improvisers are, um, you know, Farley and, 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 and Faye and uh, Belushi and, and, oh, man, Tim Meadows is fucking fantastic. Um, 
all this, all those guys that started UCB, you know, the, the Besser and, and, and Walsh and, and Polar and all those guys. Um, Josh Funk is one of the best improvisers I've ever seen perform live. He doesn't get enough credit as an improviser. He's usually an improv instructor, as an artistic director, this, that, and the other. That dude is badass on stage as, as an improviser. Uh, sketch, man, I, I, I grew up, I told Miles I'm only a few years younger than you, I'm 49. Um, I remember there was a sketch group called The Goodies. Uh, I think they were either Australia or from New Zealand. They were fantastic. And it, being in L.A., we saw a lot of reruns on the weekends of uh, just before cable, a lot of content they wanted to just get out there. So I saw a lot of The Goodies. And Paul Hogan, before he did Crocodile Dundee, he had a sketch show called The Paul Hogan Show, and that was fucking fantastic. It was so funny, man. It was really just really silly stuff. Uh, I love Faulty Towers, Laurel and Hardy, Buster Keaton. Um, Flip Wilson. I remember listening to Red Fox albums in my parents' basement, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, Richard Pryor. Uh, they, they don't stop. I'm, I'm a student of, of improv sketch. Carol Burnett, fantastic. Loved her sketch show. Um, but I was, I was always afraid of sketch, you know. I didn't take sketch, though. I took it, sketch writing in Second City. I always thought it, I held it in high esteem, like, I can never do that. You know, I had written cartoons. I had written stuff that had been on television at Nickelodeon. <clears throat> but I still didn't think I could do sketch. And then once I you know, I start training it and watching it and breaking it down. I was like, oh shit, sketch is still badass for me, uh, but it's, it's still like the pinnacle of comedy. Like, you know, people, they trash SNL over the years, but they, that's some of the funniest shit I've seen. It's been, and right now, sketch is like, uh, as far as the content on, on uh, screens, I won't even call it TV, uh, on screen, sketch is killing it. Killing it. I don't know if you guys are watching shit out there, but sketch is fucking fantastic, man. Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I, I, I get what you're saying too about like like it's, there's only so many of those shows on actual network television. Mm -hmm. But man, you you pick up a fucking phone, you, you got CISO and other platforms, and yeah, uh, in any given second. Uh, which is why we also have a sketch rating program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here at the Pack Theater. Here at the Pack Theater. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, let's do a set. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, what's going to happen now is me and Dwayne are going to do about 25 minutes or so of long-form improvisation for you, and all we need to get us started is a suggestion of anything at all. Pandas? What? Pandas? Pandas. Pandas. <laughs> I just feel like they don't even listen to me anymore, you know? I put my complaints in the goddamn box they got for us, and... Nothing. Not a, not a, not a, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not a, no. We got it, and we're valuing it, you know, like, like Zip. I got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> I trained you. No, I feel weird about being your boss. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you. I'm, I'm your boss now. <laughs> Are you? Is that my? Are those my coveralls? <laughs> yeah. Man, I just had those pressed. That was really unnecessary. <laughs> it's a coverall. It's gonna get dirty. I don't think you know what those meant to me, man. Well, these are gonna stay fairly clean for now. Because I don't have to clean all the shit anymore. Wait a minute. You making me the shit cleaner? I know I could probably have a lot of...
<laughs> there are literally 20 other people that you could have do that job who I also trained. Part of me is a dick. Why am I just now finding this out? All right? Because I hit it well. <laughs> because I was kissing up because I wanted to get ahead and, and you wrote such glowing reviews of my work. I loved your work. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I went above and beyond. Uh, a lot of it was me lying and taking credit for other people. <laughs> I hate you, man. You're the worst kind of human being hey, there is. Hey. Who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what takes some getting used to. Well, you got about a minute. <laughs> and then it's time to clean the shit out of them cages. You really want to do that, man? Come on, Frank, man. Mr. Wilson. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wilson. I'll clean the shit. You just remember this, man. All right, Joey. <laughs> you know I hate when people call me Joey. I'm calling you Joey. <laughs> I had something prepared, but I had no idea what it was now. You didn't even like Joe. You were a strict Joseph. Yeah, I know. I'm the one who said I put the billboard up there on there that said, don't call me anything but Mr. Goddamn Johnson. I'm going to put up Joey as he Call this guy Joey, everybody. <laughs> Six months for that billboard. How could you do that? All right, you minutes up, man. You gotta go shovel some shit. <laughs> Drank the last of the fucking coffee. That's <laughs> all. I want all these animals killed. <laughs> uh, no, no, this is a shelter. We actually save them here? No, I bought the shelter. <laughs> I bought the shelter. Okay, we're still going to have the same function then. Because it is a no, shelter. New ownership. <laughs> That's fine. New ownership. I don't have a problem with that at all, sir. Um, all right. So I, yeah, we, we knew the property was being sold. That's not a problem. They said you'd be visiting. It's just that yes. we're, we're still going to be a shelter. Oh, no, I want us to be a shelter. I want people to keep bringing us some things to kill. <laughs> <laughs> they will technically be sheltered. No, they're, no, they're just be housing. We can't do that. Look at all the kittens. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we can also get kittens. <laughs> yeah, the kittens yeah, are, uh, they have lots of kittens. Here. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. This, this is the ones we have the most trouble getting new homes for. But, you know. All right, start killing them. You know, there's a process. I'm not saying we don't kill animals, right? I'm just going to just let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. Shh, shh. And I'm but saying that's all we do now. <laughs> that's primarily what we're going to be doing. We're not going to wrap up on I'm 98 years old. Look, it doesn't matter your age. You need to because come and live in this age. Because this is the age where we don't just kill animals indiscriminately. They go through a lengthy process of not being. Of not being adopted. Before, like they can hear that. You see those the same emotions. They're animals. That's right. All right. You're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take pleasure in it. 
look nothing. They're just licking each other's asses. No, they're shaking more. No, they're, they're not. They're not doing anything. They get it, and you should get it too. That old Panther said we're all gonna die, isn't it? Well, what does that mean? Are we gonna go through with my plan now or what? Well, I think we have to. Yeah, yeah we it's, have it's to. It's the craziest plan I've ever heard of, but if you think you can get that lock by just clawing on it, then let's go for it, Lenny. I can get the lock, all right? Can you kill a man? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna take, can I kill a man? It's gonna take all of us. Yeah, you guys in it or what? Come on. <laughs> I know. I'm just sitting gnawing on my tail, man. I'm just a cute kid. Oh, knock that shit off. <laughs> this is fucking yeah, bullshit. He's got an idea we're gonna get out of here. Look, I don't know, it sounds stupid to me. Look, I can I can get that lock, alright? It's gonna cost me a nail, but I can get the lock. And when I get when that door opens, all fifty of you yeah. need to kill that old man. Alright? Don't worry. Look, don't worry. nothing. There it is. They look, know they look, hear they're that. staring at each other. Look, oh, no. we're kidding. Look at that one. He's shaking. Look at that. Look at that. He's peering up. He's, he's standing on his high quarters as if he's trying to tell me something. Do? What are you saying, sweetheart? <laughs> go! Go! Ha <laughs> 
you know that you're immortal? Yes. <laughs> I've known for quite some time that I'm immortal. That's why I so relished the idea of being present when death happened. <laughs> now I'm immortal and on fire. <laughs> it still hurts. <laughs> Sickest thing I ever heard. Guy raping animals like that. Ah. Alright, I'm, I'm glad I missed that meeting. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. What do you got for me? Nothing compared to that. That's, I mean, you've been on the fucking streets. You said guy raping animals, right? That's what you said, raping animals. Oh, it was fucking terrible. I wrote some parking tickets. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> parking tickets. Look, I know I'm, I know I'm in a cruiser. I don't have to. You haven't been on the fucking beat for 20 years. You out there writing goddamn parking tickets? What happened? They, 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 they broke the law. I wrote, so I wrote the tickets. Part of the job. Is that all you got for me? It's part of the fucking job. Well, look, I'm sorry I didn't see some guy fuck a lot of animals, all right? <laughs> look, I'm not saying it's going to be fucking animals high on the list, right? But she's got to fucking, like, get up there or something. What are you doing up here? Let me come in before Martinez in the morning. I'll come in before Martinez. Here we go with that shit again. He always comes in with crazy shit. Yeah. I never see crazy shit. Yeah. The Rudy ship gets the crazy. You know I had to put on the wall years ago because I love it. <laughs> well, I wrote, that's all I got. I got. I wrote. I wrote three tickets. You know what? This month is not gonna fucking cut it with your three tickets. All right? Give me that fucking badge. You can take this badge. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen? What? A, a, a few people are gonna park illegally. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I give a shit about that when the guys out there fucking animals? <laughs> all right. If, if you can live with that. You can live knowing somewhere in the city, every week, approximately two or three people are going to get away with leaving their car somewhere it's not supposed to be for a small amount of time. What the fuck happened to you, man? You used to be a fucking detective, you know? I was there at the goddamn ceremony. What the fuck, man? When did, you, when did it become all about parking? And, 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 and time limits and shit like that that doesn't fucking matter! Look, why don't you and Martinez go, go have a fucking dog rape party? Oh, <laughs> Martinez! <laughs> <laughs> you got my badge. Yeah, Martinez is a closer, right? He's out there in the streets. Here's my gun. No, I didn't ask for the gun. That's fine. I'm a present for me. I can keep you the gun. You can keep the goddamn gun. I just want to know I think you're that's not fucked up. Anymore. I think that's fucked up. You know, I don't think it's fucked up, and that's where we disagree. All right, fine. I'm keeping the gun. I'm keeping the gun that I've never used and will never use. You know, that's part of the goddamn problem. My gun doesn't have bullets in it. I never once had to fucking bring you in this office and fucking ring you over a bad shooting. You're not a cop. <laughs> I'm the only cop. And <laughs> <laughs> my fuck is that? The rest of you are sick fucks. Out finding people who are fucking animals and weird shit. <laughs> 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 meanwhile, meanwhile, 
Occasionally, <laughs> someone parks somewhere that they're technically not supposed to be at at certain hours of the day. Let me tell you something. First of all, I know what the fuck illegal parking is, all right? Do you? <laughs> Do you? Illegal parking. Look, look at this. You don't even look right. at my chick. The fucking book. Illegal parking that I fucking wrote right there. God damn it. I know what the fuck illegal parking is, all right? Sometimes I think you forgot. <laughs> Yeah, you wrote the book on illegal parking. I'll give you that. When was the last time you wrote a fucking parking ticket? When was the last time you went into the shit? Seeing their fucking face just change as you go. Already started writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because once you start writing the ticket, you can't stop. Right? Like, pick up my fucking pen and just be like, yeah. We know that's bullshit. They don't know it's bullshit. That's how the system works. Look, look we'd all like to be out there writing fucking parking tickets, all right? This yeah. city's got more. I would more than just want. I do. Look, I know you're a doer, man. That's why I need you in this force. But, but look, man, you got other skills, man. You can do more than write tickets, man. You think I got in here by writing fucking parking tickets? Sure, that's what I did for the first 10, 15 years. That's when you were great. <laughs> I was at my apex, yeah, I know. That's the man I admired. Sure, you caught that serial killer. That's right. That's what I'm a bitch to park illegally. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you got him. Yeah, it was how we got that motherfucker. Those days are over, man, right? People take public transportation nowadays. It's not like it used to be. They're still out there. <laughs> There's three tickets this week. Proves it. Damn, those are three. And we all know three, three bastards. Parking places they should. <laughs> look, look, if you tell one motherfucker this, I swear to God, I'll kill you. You take this goddamn badge and you get out there and you write some fucking parking tickets, all right? That's what he told me. That's what he told me, Mayor. Chief yeah. of Police told me to go out there and just write parking tickets. <laughs> Bring him in my office because that, that son of a bitch, talk about a fiery, oh, I can't wait, oh, I haven't, oh, I haven't. Okay. So, 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 you know what? I'm going to promote you to his job. Look, I got bad news. I just talked to the mayor about your, your obsession with parking tickets. Why the fuck would you talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you about talking to the mayor? God damn it, I told you. The mayor's hotline is right here. You told me, you told me to only write parking tickets. That's it right. And you bring me this shit about my job? As a I repeated what you said to the mayor. And now he gave me your job. <laughs> You're out of fucking control. Hey, 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 who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the chief of police. Look, man, look, I'm gonna no, I, I hear we got some sick fucker out there fucking animals. I told you about that case. I suspect, I suspect, I suspect he, like everybody else in the world, 
has to occasionally park. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone parks in LA. So go check the cars. I haven't ridden a ticket in a while. Yeah, no. Look, start with the cars near the station. <laughs> and then check every car in the city. <laughs> <laughs> that won't take long. Will. <laughs> but I won't mind because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Why? What happened? It was on the news. You lost your job? Yeah, and I... Uh, look. What, what happened? You were, you were such a good chief of police. I was the best. I was chiefing it up every day. <laughs> Mustache, you know, all the fucking awards, everything. It was all, baby. I pressed my fucking jacket every day. <laughs> so good. But, you know, it's a bureaucracy. You know, things happen. The machine moves like, you know, cog in the wheel stuff, you know, mm -hmm. underneath all that. I'm in that age. You want some of your tea? No. Just, you know, when you, when you, when you, honey, when you do that, it's, I just, I already know that you already got a new sweatpants and everything, and I was just hoping, like, as a, as a release for, I have a headache. <laughs> I know, I know, but. I can't help when I get headaches. You remember that one time you said you had a headache, and, and I was just like, we could just do it anyway. Yeah, that one over. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I brought that up. Um, yeah, why did you bring that up? Now I have two headaches. <laughs> you can't have two headaches. You can't. Remember when we went to I the doctor? You remember those numerous times when I brought you to all those different specialists and they each told you that you cannot have more than one headache some, like at the same time. You only have one head, sweetheart. So that, you know, because headache, I get it. I get it. I'm please, not going to go that Tell me more about my body. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm on the backtrack. I'm on the backtrack. Yeah, tell me more about what I have. Please, mansplain my body. No. Oh. <laughs> and once we bring that into the conversation, you know, like, once you say words like that, then well, how do we even communicate? No, please tell me how all these male specialists That's brought me to. They were all fucking men. They, they were on the network. I mean, you know, we have a people, you know, baby. So I'm just trying to choose the best person for your type of condition. Now I have. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go into how medically that's impossible, honey. Oh, is it? It's impossible? I'm impossible. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. You're the most possible thing that there is. Possible. You're, you're absolutely possible. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm glad that I'm possible. No, no, no. Thanks for making me. Thanks for letting you know that I'm possible. I love you. I love you. That's all I'm trying to say is that. I had a rough time, and you know, I'm just gonna let go of my time. Forget about what I was saying before. Oh, no, no, let's keep focusing on your day. <laughs> Please, you had a rough day. It's just that it was a 20 year career. You know what hasn't come off yet? Anything about my day. You know, I'm gonna get that tea for you, baby. You know, just let me just. I don't want any tea. But you know what? I told you I didn't want any tea. I was trying to make me do things. No, 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 what would you like to do, sweetheart? Let's just do that. I'll do. You want me to drop out? Oh, oh, you have no idea. You have no idea what I'd like to do. No, no, I'm not in my. You're unfamiliar with me. No, no, I, I know you. You're not married to me. I still know what you're thinking right now, honey. I, I, I'm married, to, of course. I, I know yes. what he wants, needs, but so what do I like? 
at the end of the day. Oh, this is a long pause. This is a long fucking pause. <laughs> I was thinking about what day of the week it was. It had nothing to do with you. And nothing to do with I was thinking about what day of the week it was. Oh, it had nothing to do with me? No, so I'm not saying nothing to do with me. What I heard is nothing to do with me. I think it was that, so I know what day it is, so I know what day. So I would know what you wanted. You, you want a foot massage. That's all that was. It's Thursday, so. <laughs> Is that so hard? No, it's a foot massage. It's not hard at all. In fact, I'd love to do that. It just said, you know, my carpal tunnel. I keep telling you about that. That. Your carpal tunnel shows up every time I want to fuck it. Not every time. Not every time. That's, that's not fair to say that. Because some of those doctors said that it's chronic. All right? It's chronically. Chronic. It's, it's. It, you massage my goddamn feet. <laughs> do it, baby. I do it, but I, I just can't do it for long. Is all I'm saying. He right? Lost, he lost his job, Marlon. Oh my God! I don't know how he lost his job when he didn't have a job in the first got there. But you can't call that a job. That's not a job, honey. And then he tried to tell me that I could only have one headache. Can you believe that? I can only Where's have one headache. Is he inside your head? <laughs> no, not, thank you. Does he know what's going on with you? <laughs> that is terrible. I told you to divorce that man a long time ago. Don't eat the napkin, baby. I'm gonna put some. I, put, I didn't eat the napkin. <laughs> I saw you licking your lips. Person every time I see you, girl, you've been licking your lips. Every time I see you lick those lips, you're looking for something to eat. And I said I had some honey buns I'm that was toasted in here. I'm gonna get you there. I know you're hungry because you came over. You only come up right, here. I don't want to start. All right, I don't, Look, I don't I'm not starting. I'm not starting. All I'm saying is, is that you know you want something to eat, so don't act like you don't. When you know I'm gonna give you something to eat because I saw you smoke your lips. So I was saying don't eat the napkin as sarcasm because I know you want something to eat. <laughs> don't get this honey bun like I said I was gonna get for you. <laughs> baby, man, you got the knife and fork right there. You know? mm -hmm. I was so hungry. That's his job. That is terrible. Oh my god. What you gonna do? I'm gonna leave him. You gonna leave him? At your age, <laughs> honey, honey, watch your fingers, baby. Don't you know you gonna leave? <laughs> <laughs> at what age? At what age? At my age? At your age? At my age? At your age? At, age, I at your age? Now, I can do anything the fuck I want. At my I age? Do mind when my age is fully wrong. When, when I was your age, honey, I was done. Done. You, you weren't done. You're still done. here. You're doing done. stuff. I wasn't doing anything outside this house. When's the last time you saw me leave this house? I've never seen you. Exactly. All I'm saying is I don't leave this house because I don't have to. That's crazy. Why is that crazy? That you've never left? I've never seen I have no desire to leave this house. I have everything I need right here. They get groceries delivered. You come by, I make you something to eat. I make myself something to eat. Everything's great. I don't want to just live in a house for the rest of my life. You're going to be just like go outside. I don't want to be just like that. I don't want to just live in a house. I didn't want to be like my mother. Did she just live in a house her whole life? You don't remember your grandmother? She never left that check. <laughs> it was sad, really. Because all she did was just walk around that three feet the last three years of her life. But that's what she wanted. I never got to see her. You told We never went there because you never left the house. I never showed you your grandmother. You never took me to see grandma. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. Baby, I'm sorry. I thought that was giving you the, the life lessons that you needed from others. Huh? That's 
Maybe that's what I'm missing in my life. My, 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 my nana. And you you didn't let me see her? I'm a terrible mother. She was dying in the shack. I thought food was left. Uh, here's the mail. Uh, no, you no letters. No letters from any granddaughters or anything. Nope. Any, any of my children? No, I just delivered your mail. I don't know your children. Uh, I'm starving. <laughs> I just I just walk in the circle to try and keep blood moving in my body. They only pay me. A certain amount of money to deliver mail, so. I've been eating bugs. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Um, well, I have a mother of my own, so it's pretty hard for me to hear that. Help! Oh, God. Help! Oh, God. Um, well, you know, look, 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 I know I'm not, it's a federal offense, but like, people, they sometimes, they share food, and you know, it's going to happen. This can't be just, just going to take those, yes. <sighs> so that's a good Thank you. Thank you. But is there no one that you can call or the phone hasn't worked in years? Look, this is this is a new route for me, and I, I can't keep coming here every week seeing you just slowly deteriorate before my eyes. Just then don't help! <laughs> that's not my job, I'm sorry. I need I want to help you, but part of me is like, I got like so much other shit to do. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 So, like, uh, I mean, enjoy the peaches. Uh, I'll look for stuff. I'll just put it aside for you every week. Uh, uh, every day, I guess. I, uh, I don't have an opener. I don't have an opener. Okay, I gotta go. Uh, ah! No, no, no. I'll, I'll bring you an opener. Uh, shit. Tonight? When I get off? Okay. Oh, God. I hope I make it. Oh, <laughs> You're gonna make it because I'm gonna bring it. You up. let my mother starve. You're, you let your mother, my nana, starve to death in that little fucking shack. I am not the mailman. I do not let my mother starve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the life she wanted. You have to give people their dying wish, even if it's bad. For I don't want any more food. <laughs> I have a headache. <laughs> in this house? <laughs> what yes, I have a headache in your house. In uh -oh. fact, I have two headaches. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to clean that up. You just messed up your own house, which you never leave. And it's weird. <laughs> I wish I never had you. There it is. I said it out loud. You did not just say that. Oh, I said it out loud. You did not. I've been sitting in my head for years, but now I said it out loud. <laughs> All right, you two. Knock it off. Stop. Hey. What? <laughs> She's the one who said she's saying she wished she never had me. What kind of thing is that to say to your daughter? I know you both probably got headaches right now. I know. <laughs> probably in a room full of headaches. <laughs> All right? So everybody just cool their shit. All right? You have everything you need right here in the house. You never have to leave. And you can do whatever the I'm fuck leaving. you want with your life. You're full grown. I got three headaches now. I'm leaving. All right. All right. All right. Now, who? You clean that up. Mm-mm. That's that's your mm, that's your wife. Mm -mm. What? She did all that. I I I know what happened. <laughs> I walked in. I saw the tail end of it. And you didn't stop it. 
That's what I'm doing. I'm stopping it now. I'll just walk into a room screaming, stop it! I, I wouldn't know what's going on in the room. That would stop whatever's going on in the room. Yeah, but it's, it, might, it, it might have been a pleasant conversation. You know, just walk into a room screaming, stop it! What if the cop says, you have no idea, so you can err on the side of caution and just come out and yell that, and then maybe you would help sometimes, Dad. Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> At two, Papa. <laughs> Fine for both of you guys. All right? I'm going to start my new life without y'all. All right. Ooh. <laughs> you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. My 47-year-old daughter is going to start her new life. All by That's what you shouldn't be. Is it? I should probably go fuck animals, what she's gonna do. Well, why do we have to bring that up to you? You know I gave that up in middle school. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I was just saying it because it's oh, in the shoot. news. I was trying to be cruel. You used to fuck animals? <laughs> no. That's why we couldn't have a dog. That's not why at all. I hate you. <laughs> well, I wish I'd never had it. Oh, you you said, guys are terrible. You, you didn't have to have children. You said that too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never been high-fived over. Yeah, go on. Until today. Today. I will. In your mind, oh yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. All right, finally. Oh. Gross. Yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> That's how I heard it. Guess what? That's how I heard it. Well, they, they caught her. It's good. Mm-hmm. That's what was. That's what was driving the animals. No, that's why they were. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. They I never knew that. That was resolved. I mean, I heard the whole part, just never the end. Oh yes. That lady used to sneak in, just fuck, fuck just about every animal in the zoo. Yes. <laughs> Talking about needy, huh? Yeah. But so there's gonna be significantly less shit to shovel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the uh, the church you put up there uh, right outside my locker. I appreciate that, Frank. Look, I feel bad. Do you? You were great to me when I first came on. You really were. That's what I wanted to hear, man. And I went out of my way to take your job and be a total dick to you. I know you went out of your way, damn. I, had, I definitely went out of my way. I lied and cheated and I got your job. Bro, I thought it was like happenstance because you were just like an awesome dude and they just passed over me. I didn't know you were fucking... Anyway, finish your apology, finish your apology. I said... I. <laughs> Falsified my work. I took credit for it. I tuned out all that. All I could see was me training you all through those years. You were saying all this blah blah shit. All I kept thinking that, how could you hurt me like that? Is all I kept thinking. So I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to know that. I didn't want to think that was true, man. I'm dying. (laughs) Shit, what? I'm probably going to die. Why, man? What's happening? Are you sick? I, 
I need a liver transplant. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one, bro. Yeah, they got a long list for that. <sighs> Sorry, man. I happen to know that you're a match. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking wet. Right now, you can't live without a liver, Frank. I'm sorry. If you were a kidney, I'd, like, I'd be like, you know, maybe go get tested for you, but no. Liver, I mean, that, that would literally be me killing myself for you. Why would I do that? Old times. <laughs> Back when you were a great boss. You were the greatest boss I ever knew. I looked up to you. I thought you hated me. No, I, I sought to destroy you, but I looked up to you. <laughs> you were kind and helpful. I, I, I like people. I knew that if I ever needed anything, like a liver, <laughs> that you'd be there for me because you were that good. You got that vibe, really? Because I, I feel like I was admitting that. I wanted people to feel like I was, I was generous. Give me your liver. Nah, man, I can't, I can't man. I, mean, I, I would literally be killing myself. I can't. I mean, I love you, man. I do. Despite all the bullshit, despite all the backstabbing, all of it, you know. I mean, we go way back, but I can't die for you like that. I'm sorry, man. Wow. That really says a lot about you. What, what's, what's that say about you? That you would want to kill me to save your own life. No, you can live for a while without a liver. You can live zero time without a liver. No, they put you on a machine. That's not living. <laughs> they put you on a machine, and if you're lucky, a matching donor comes along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the, the problem, Frank. You do. That's your life. And you, that's what you want from me? <laughs> no, that's, a, that's not all for you at all. But that's the reality, man. Is that uh, what you need? You need signs? 
Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what I what, what, tell people where I can and where I can't. I started writing it. Look, I don't have a lot. Of t My wife is giving birth right now inside. All right. Uh, so please, please, just give me a fucking break. I've heard uh, it all. I've really, I don't think I've ever heard my wife's giving birth inside. Wow. Well, that's pretty good. That's well, pretty you're good. a dick. That's you're a good. huge fuck. Oh, I've never heard that before. You have no reason to write me a ticket right now. I'm reason. coming. I've you have no reason to write me a ticket right now. I'm not talking to anyone up there. You're a huge dick. <laughs> that's. That was. Excuse me. I just saw you give that guy a ticket. Had to. Had to do it. Mm -hmm. I now want to become a cop. That's not how it works, son. It never crossed my mind before, but seeing what you just did, there's clearly no sign that says you can't park there. Doesn't fucking matter, I've already started writing <laughs> I won't get cops so bad right now. Yeah, everybody does, man. It's the power. Like this guy right here. I mean, this shit's all the way green. But I don't give a shit. I already started writing it. That's so wrong! Yeah, it is. I'm gonna be a cop. <laughs> Look, man. You know how many times I get kids like you walking up to me talking about they want to be a cop just because they see me writing an unnecessary fucking ticket? <laughs> I mean, that, that, that happens to me more times than a I A million. Can. A million times, I bet. Yeah. yeah that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, you think it's cool, man, but it, it is. It's really pretty boring. The power is that. I mean, I can do whatever I fucking want. You know what I mean? I, shink. Who gives a shit, right? I mean, come on, man. Oh, I'm yeah. cop so bad. How fast can they all fucking tickets and knives and tires, man, all right? It's a lot of bureaucracy. My, my wife miscarried. My wife miscarried. You son of a bitch. How long did it take you? I came back down here to get some fucking air. I don't know what the fuck to do. There's so many violations. So many violations. Oh my god. First of all, it's ugly. So you can't write for other violations. You can only write for, for parking. Other. Right there. It says other. I'm just filling shit in. All right, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm just... <laughs> Thank you. I used to put them on the windshield, but you're standing here, so fuck it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Please, please tear it up, tear it up. Ah! I'm gonna be a cop so bad. Ah, okay, get the fuck out of here, all right? You, you, you're crapping my style. Seriously, get the fuck out of here. All right, one day. One day, one, uh, one, one day. day speech. Get the fuck out of here with the one day speech, all right? Remember this face. I'm gonna totally forget you as soon as you are. One day. <laughs> That's our show! <laughs> <laughs>